0: Hi, this is Cassandra, and welcome to the Luminous Star Podcast. I want to thank everyone for being here, and if this is your first time, welcome to the podcast. And, of course, there are more episodes. And a friendly reminder, I do short stories about those who have survived narcissistic personality types, narcissistic abuse, and narcissistic relationships. So those who are surviving, but now they are thriving Okay, I do short stories about those individuals. So sometimes uh, you guys who may be feeling a little, you know, down and out and you may need a little pick me upper, go ahead and listen to the podcast to one of those stories. I'm pretty certain you will find something inspiring there. All right, so having said all that, I want to go ahead and get right into what I'll be talking about today. I'm going to be talking about faith and hope. And believing that things are going to go your way or they're going to turn out for you regardless of your experiences with narcissist relationships. Okay, Because as a person who has gone through these types of relationships, I can tell you they are designed to invoke or to provoke or to influence you to give up on yourself, on the possibility of great relationships. And actually, have you looking at life in a very, you know, daunting way. All right? So, uh, sometimes faith and hope is something that you may feel is your last straw. Okay? And sometimes the narcissist may come along and they may say or do something to try to even knock that out of your hand or to dismantle that which is in your support base. Okay, and and on that note, I certainly hope you guys and gals have a support base. A support base doesn't just consist of having a counselor that you go to, and I recommend that. I advocate that. I hope you're going to see somebody, you're talking to somebody or someone that you trust, okay, and who understands your plight. Someone who is not going to look at you like you have two heads when you start talking about your experiences with narcissism. Okay, we all need this, right? And I have gone to support groups. I have gone to counseling and I am not ashamed to say this. And I know that that there are stigmas sometimes that are, you know, that come with that. But I just want to go ahead and advocate or vocalize that I advocate going to a counselor, going to support groups, having a support base. This is very important because one of the things that narcissistic personality loves to do is to set up a scenario Whereas you may start to feel that the best solution for you is to isolate yourself. So what they would probably do, okay, and I'm saying probably, because sometimes narcissists will pull shenanigans, they will pull tactics in order to do what? Regain control or to maintain control. Okay, so sometimes they will set up the tone and they will set up, you know, set out to make you feel pretty shaky, right? Right? So they may set up tactics whereas, or they may do tactics whereas you may start to feel quite unconfident, okay? You may feel like you may, it may be a lack of confidence in your ability to focus, to thrive on, to heal, to perhaps go to counseling, go to these support groups. Narcissists, they don't, they're not on board for any, they're not going to provide any support for that because what does that do? That ensures that they're losing control. That's a sure your strength and your healing is a sure sign that they are losing control. That is their perspective, anyway. That is their perception. That is their mindset. This is how they view it. In other words, so they may set up scenarios whereas you may start to question your reality. You may start to question your sanity. So you may feel and or think eventually that isolating yourself is the solution. When narcissists begin to set up scenarios, whereas they're alienating you, then the result may be that you, due to loneliness, okay, this is a natural response to experiencing narcissist relationship. And that is to isolate oneself. But from experience, I'm telling you guys, this is not the answer. Because when you isolate yourself, then that leaves you more vulnerable to the narcissist's shenanigans. Because they're going to continue to engage in diabolical tactics, which will what? Support their false self-images. Your strength, your healing, your signs of growing past the relationship, more than likely will be perceived by the narcissist as a threat. Or too much of a challenge. Therefore they may claim. Narcissistic injury. Narcissistic injury. Often gives the narcissist. Permission. To go ahead and what? Express. okay, Their displeasure. To express their fears. Which is that you're outgrowing. The relationship. Therefore more than likely. They're going to end up. With a lack of supply. Okay, they're going to end up perhaps losing control. Control over you. Control over the relationship. Because narcissists love to dominate all of their relationships. They don't mind being the center of your mind. Because they're not very interested in being the center of your heart. Because if they're the center of your heart, they're not going to get that much supply. I mean, they'll get some. But if they're the center of your mind, now that's a whole new world. The narcissist can wreak havoc on a person's mind. Just think about it. They get the mind. They can get pretty much everything else. This is often why when narcissists uh, tend to not appreciate your loyalty, your support, your friendship. Or whatever else you have going on in that relationship that perhaps uh, anybody else would certainly appreciate, right? But not the narcissist. They tend to not appreciate matters of the heart. So when you may say something to them like, well, I was supportive of you or I did this or I did that to express my love to you. Well, narcissists look at you like you have two heads, They don't see that as a lot of supply that's really gonna get them what they really want, which is the control. Now, don't get me wrong. They will use your heart against you. They will use your capacity to love against you. But just think about it for a minute. If they are in the center of your mind, they can do more damage, okay? This is where as they start to gaslight and you may start to second guess your reality. You may start to second-guess your sanity. You may begin to second-guess your own identity because the narcissist is gaslighting you more than likely to look at yourself through their eyes, not your own. So this is all going back to them being in the center of a person's mind. They don't really care about the center of the heart. But they will use somebody's heart against him or her. But where they really get their rocks off, okay, is when they are in the center of a person's mind. Okay, so I just wanted to talk about um, that. Get that out the way. But faith and hope, when you start to, whenever you start to focus on your own healing, focusing on your own thriving forward. There's a few things that are happening in order for you to maintain faith. I'm going to say especially faith rather than hope. Faith is what? Is believing in something, but there's not a lot of tangible evidence to support it. But there's a strong conviction. There's a belief that something is going to happen or wanting something to happen. Okay, a firm belief in something, but there's not any tangible proof. Okay, now this is, you know, certainly a positive way to remain focused on one's own healing. So this is not going to hurt you. The narcissist, if, if anyone is more threatened by you having faith, it may be the narcissist. But when you are focused on your own healing and growth, you're going to become proactive. You're becoming proactive. That's the first thing. That's the first sign that you are focused on thriving forward in your own healing rather than trying to please or co-sign shenanigans of a narcissist. Number one, you are super focused. Okay? That's the first sign. The first sign is that you become proactive. You're proactive in your healing. You're proactive in what it's going to take constructively to get you from point A to point B. I'm not judging. We survive first. Then we graduate to thriving. If a person is only coping, they're not healing. I'm speaking from experience here. Whenever I was coping, there were times that I had maladaptive coping skills. I was either eating too much or I was was not eating enough. But the bottom line is this. When we start to cope, we're surviving. And that's okay for a little while. But then eventually, we have to heal. Therefore, this is how we start to thrive forward past narcissistic relationships. So that's the first sign that you're focused and you're 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 thriving forward because you become proactive in your own healing. You start to go to groups, you go to counseling. You start to research on what narcissistic relationships are, what narcissist relationships are. What what is what is a narcissistic personality disorder? What is the what are cluster B personality types? You start to learn these things. And you start to compare what you learn, what you research, to your own experiences with narcissistic relationships, with narcissists. Okay? You start to compare that. This is one of the main things that kept me focused on thriving forward. I didn't just read something out of a book and just that was it. No, I got proactive. I became proactive. I started listening to other people's stories. I saw their faces, listening to them. Okay? The support groups, counseling. And that one can be a trial and error because not all counselors are going to match. So you're going to have to do some work there on your part. That's why I said becoming proactive is key. You won't have time. To please the narcissist which is the second sign you're no longer going to be interested in co-signing anything that the narcissist will have you do to supply him or her you're not interested you're too busy thriving forward you're too busy growing past the relationship sign number three you have accepted that you are outgrowing the relationship you're not fighting it anymore I mean, you are there. You are so there. You're doing what it takes. You're not fighting with the narcissist. And you have accepted that you have outgrown the relationship. Okay, so all of this means that you are super focused on healing and thriving forward. You're on your way to the next level So when you have faith throughout this whole time, it's very powerful. There's nothing wrong with focusing on things going your way. You understand and overstand, just like the rest of us on the planet, that we don't always get our way. However, when you start thinking about the ordeal you have gone through or you have experienced with narcissist relationships... It's not like you are hoping for something or you have faith in something going badly for yourself. You've already experienced that. The worst is behind you. Okay, this is part of your having faith that things are finally working out for you because your heart has already been in the right place and it's still in the right place. See, now you're learning how to, what I call, ration out your heart. You're still loving. You still have the capacity to forgive, to support, to nourish, to love. Thank goodness the narcissist didn't knock that out of you. They tried, though. But you're here today, stronger than ever, better than ever, focused and doing what it takes to thrive forward. Congratulate yourself. This is celebratory. Okay? Look at how far you've come. The narcissist is probably the only one right about now that's trying to tell you that you should feel guilty. You should feel badly about yourself. Why? Because you're not doing what they want you to do. How about that? So when you learn how to ration out your heart, you're not closing your heart. You're not being cold. You're not being extremely selfish. You're not turning into someone awful. No, you're turning up on the, your capacity to love. That's what you're going through right now. You're, you're, you're learning. You're growing. You're leveling up. And guess what? That's none of the narcissist's business. Just like their pain and their anguish and their unresolved issues are not any of your business. How about that? Narcissists often want people to carry their burdens the gall, the nerve of them, (laughs) right? Well, you have things to do. What are you here on the planet for? Critical question number one, what is your purpose? I'll give you a hint and a suggestion. Write this down. My life has purpose. Look at it day and night. Take a microphone, speak it every day and night. Okay, do what you need to do to stay focused. This is a very constructive way to remind yourself that your life has purpose, even if you don't quite know exactly the details of it. Whenever you ask that question, if you should ask that question again, what is the purpose of my life? Answer it. May I suggest, by answering, saying, or stating, my life has purpose. Start there. And it will come to you because you're focused. You are now accepting. See, you don't have your fists balled up. Your heart is not closed. Your lips are not tight. See? The narcissist wants you that way because that way you're keeping their secret that they are mistreating you. It's the ultimate silent treatment. It's covert narcissism. Because you're keeping their secret that they are secretly mistreating you. That's very deep. Second critical question. What is the purpose of the narcissist relationship? It's a very deep question. Very profound. And only you can answer it. Whenever you go out to reach out to others and, you know, you may be going to counseling support groups, you may be reading up on narcissism, right? And how it affects you and your loved ones. You may be speaking to someone that you trust, but guess what? Only you can answer that question. What is the purpose of the relationship or the relationships that you have had or are having with narcissists, whether it's professional or personal? What is the purpose? Is it if it's a professional, is it to perhaps have a multiple stream of it or another stream of income? That may be the purpose of having a narcissistic relationship on the job, whether that's a coworker, a manager, okay, or your your supervisor. If it's a business partnership, again, that may be the answer because you want to run a business. Temporarily, you may have to deal with this person who has narcissistic traits. So the purpose of that relationship is what? So you can run a business. You're already thinking about point B, but you're not letting them in on it. Now, that may sound a little underhanded, but think about how the narcissist is treating that business. They can't be treating it very well if they're trying to underhand you. I'm not saying fight fire with fire, but anyway, I'm going to leave that one alone. Okay? So, what is the purpose of the relationship? Once you answer that question, it's going to also provide you a different perspective. It's going to give you some clarity about something. Now, this might blow your mind. Once you answer that question, it's going to more than likely provide you a clarity on how you tend to do Relationships. This has, doesn't have anything to do with the narcissist or anyone else. How do you do relationships? Because this is also your motive for getting involved in relationships. Uh-huh. Everybody has. Everyone has an agenda for whatever they do. Whoever they become involved with, there's always a reason for it. Even if we're not conscious to it. So when we become involved in relationships, this is family, and I know we say we can't pick family, but the same thing applies here as an adult. Are you still having relationships, active relationships with certain family members that you know there's no restitution? There's no restitution, there's no what? There's no, what's the other word? It starts with R. It'll come, it'll come to me in a minute, but it's there's no resolution. There it is. In other words, that relationship is not going anywhere because you're going round and round. It's conflict after conflict, going round and round and round. Nothing's getting resolved, right? <laughs> so you're wasting time and energy. They may be holding up your time and what? Misusing your energy. So don't allow them to help you waste time and energy by having that relationship. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just pointing out something, just pointing it out. How sometimes we get tied into relationships that aren't going anywhere. But tell you what, there's always a reason why we're still there. Whether it's family, friends, business partnerships, lovers, spouse, whoever, right? So I just wanted to point those things out. Because I know sometimes we are involved in these relationships, narcissist relationships. And things just don't seem to be looking any better. And then our health is compromised. Okay, so uh that's just okay, you know, that's one of the things to look out for is your health being compromised. What are you what what is the price of having these relationships? That's the third I'm gonna make that the third critical question. What is the narcissist relationship costing you? What is the price? And this is not so you can beat yourself up, of course not. But just to help you to gain clarity, which moves that that moves me on to tool number one. I almost forgot about the tools. Can't forget about those. Okay, tool number one: practice focus intention techniques. Okay, this is this is a great combination with practicing mindfulness. What does the focus intention techniques do? Well, it certainly gives you clarity. On what your intentions are. So what are your intentions. For having relationships. Whether it's with a narcissist or anyone else. Perhaps you're not interested in having any relationships at all. At this time. Because you're healing from the narcissist relationship. That's okay. But we're social beings. So eventually we're going to want to have a relationship with somebody. It's okay if you have one good friend in the world. That's somebody. Right? So. Focus intention techniques. Tool number one. Tool number two. Before I get to do tool number two, let me backtrack to tool number one. Focus intention techniques. It will help you to gain clarity on what your intentions are. What do you intend? Here's another critical question. What do you intend to manifest in your life at this time? Healing perhaps? Closure, justice, truth, whatever it is, write it down. It's okay. And just know that you deserve it. Tool number two. Make sure, some of you already hear it coming, who've been watching me on the Luminous Star channel, make sure you have a support base. Bam, there it is. <laughs> okay? Make sure you have a support base. Why is this? Because the support base will provide you a constructive outlet which is designed to help you focus on thriving forward past the narcissist relationship. Support base does not always give you what you need. What do I mean by that? Sometimes you may be seeing someone or talking to someone. It could be a counselor. It could be uh, in a support group. It could be a person that you trust. Okay, or that you think can understand your plight. Sometimes it may not turn out to be the best match. It doesn't mean you did something wrong. It doesn't mean you bad luck. It just means that's not a good match right now. Okay, that's all. Keep thriving forward. All right, have that faith that I was talking about, that things are turning out in your favor at this time. And you might be thinking, oh, but it always didn't turn out for me. Right. But guess what? That's life. So not belittling your experiences. But just to let you know, I've been there too. Even now, I have challenges. Of course, we all do. That's part of living. Life is a gift, regardless of its challenges. But yeah, have that faith that everything's turning out in your favor. Again, proactive. That's going to be very good for you. It was good for me, and it still is. Becoming proactive in your healing. That's very good. All right. Tool number two. Yes, have a support base. Okay. That's going to provide you the focus tools. Okay. Which are designed to help you thrive forward. To help you stay focused. Final tool. The next time. All right. Okay, let me start off with this. Manage your expectations. Manage your expectations, not only of yourself, but of others. That includes the narcissist. Now, here's one on for size. The next time, if there's a next time that the narcissist attempts to get you to do what they want you to do in order for you to supply them or, or him or her or, you know, whoever it is, right? Tell the truth. And I'm not saying you've been lying all this time. The narcissist perhaps been lying all this time. Okay, but that's another that's another podcast episode. Tell the truth about wait for it not really knowing him or her and them not investing in you that might, that might get them to back off for you a little bit. And that is when you tell the truth about them not investing in you enough to really know you and perhaps this is what blocked you from knowing them the narcissist has false self images from that of a martyr to a saint to a victim who cannot seem to catch a break in life they always got the hand out they may have gotten thrown in jail they want you to bail them out two or three o'clock in the morning you get that phone call Narcissists have a very good way of getting their self caught up in their own drama, but they want you to bail them out. That's just a backhanded way of pointing at you saying that it is your fault that they're in that mess. That's how they do it. That's a backhanded projection. When they call you up and they want you to fix, rescue, or save what they don't want to deal with. Okay, that's very deep. So that backhanded projection looks just like that. So here you could, you know, if you go (laughs) bailing them out, in a sense, you know, it's almost like they're, they're saying it without saying it, but they're looking at you, they're pointing at you saying that you are the reason why they got caught up in that mess. So therefore, it is you who is responsible for them to get out of it. Just think about it very deep. Okay, very deep when you look at it. I know that that woke me up quite some time ago. Narcissists like to induce their own crisis and point at other people as if it's their fault that they were in the crisis. And then they look for them to bail them out. Okay, so it's very deep when you look at that backhanded projection. But when you start to just really look at that, yeah, It will help you. Naturally, it will come to you to do what it takes to continue to focus on thriving forward. And part of that focus is you're having faith that things are turning out in your favor right now. Maybe it didn't always come out in your favor, but yeah, this time, because you are proactive more so than ever and making sure that you're getting the healing that you need. Okay? So when you start to manage your expectations... Just make sure that you're not running away from the reality, okay? Or take off the rose-colored glasses and accept that you are changing and that your narcissist isn't changing. I have suffered some things myself resisting that reality. I really want to make that clear. You know, get a little slap on my wrist, okay? I had to get a little nudge from the universe, from higher power to let me know, hey, you know, the reality is such such and such. So when I took off the rose-colored glasses and I faced the reality that I was changing. So once you start to uh, face the reality that you are changing and when you are accepting that you are changing and that's good enough and your narcissist may never change, hey, you're going to be all right. You're going to be all right. The narcissist doesn't want you to think that you're going to be alright because they don't think you can live life without him or her. They don't They don't think you can, You. they don't think you, they got it in you. Actually, I'll take that back. Sometimes they do know that you got it in you. And that's what scares them. They know you can live life, a full life, without them. And they are shook because really deep down, they don't want you to know this, deep down, They are so insecure about theirs that they don't feel that they can live life without you. Okay, that's real deep. I'm going to leave it on that note. All right? So have that faith. Continue to focus on thriving forward. And until next time, take care of yourself and each other. Mwah!